with the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. In light of the recent controversy on the mandatory use of beep cards in EDSA busway, President Rodrigo Roa Duterte will talk to Transportation Secretary Arthur Tugade to make sure that the stored value cards or beep cards will be given free to con commuters. The President also said that the government can afford to distribute the beep cards for free. Our Malacanang correspondent, Argil Heducos, has the details. President Duterte said he will talk to Transportation Secretary Arthur Togade about giving stored value cards or beep cards to commuters for free. Duterte made the statement after the Department of Transportation suspended the mandatory use of beep cards in EDSA busway starting October 5. This after beep card service provider AF Payments Incorporated refused to do away with the 80 pesos cost of the cards on top of the fare load. In his late-night public address on Monday, President Duterte said the government can afford to distribute beep cards for free and ease the burden experienced by the riding public caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Kaya yung card na yan, card lang naman yan, ibigay na yan libre. Bakit pabayaran pa? We have been wasting so many billions to corruption. Tapos hindi yan, hindi maibigay. Uh, that's why I would, I would like to talk to Secretary Tugadi next meeting because I would raise with him the possibility of uh, giving it free. The president said he felt bad seeing on the news people who cannot ride the EDSA busway because they cannot afford to buy a beep card. Nakita ako, kawawa yung mga, may mga babae na yun lang ang pera nila tapos they have to to take to travels, kulang na sila sa pera nila kung magbili pa sila. You know, it breaks your heart really to... For those na yung day-to-day trabaho ninyo, but kami dito sa itaas nakikita namin on how it affects the human person. So, if there is, not, if there is no relief in sight, or if it cannot be done immediately, I suggest that we find the money and give it to the public free. The chief executive said that if the DOTR wanted to immediately implement the mandatory use of beep cards, they should have anticipated that not everyone has extra cash to pay for one. For MB Now, this is Argil Hedukos reporting. Meantime, the AF Payments Incorporated today announced they will provide 125,000 free cards to commuters in need. According to the AFPI, a consortium of Ayala Group and First Pacific Group, it is now coordinating with the DOTR regarding the distribution of the free beep cards, which it said were donated by shareholders and business groups. The company targets to distribute the free cards for commuters who are really in need and cannot afford to purchase beep cards. 
the palace and the Department of Education responded to Vice President Lely Robredo's consistent suggestion of allowing face-to-face -face classes in areas where there are little to no COVID-19 cases. DepEd Secretary Leonor Briones said having even a zero COVID-19 case in a specific area does not guarantee the safety of both students and teachers. On the other hand, presidential spokesperson Harry Roque reminded Robredo that the government already took action on issues which the vice president has been raising recently. Our Malacanang senior correspondent, Janeline Kabiling, has the details. It was a case of two against one, as two of the top officials of the government rebutted the consistent suggestion of Vice President Lenny Robredo that government should consider face-to-face -face classes in areas where there are little to no COVID-19 cases. During her regular Sunday radio show over DZXL Manila, Robredo insisted the Department of Education should allow face-to-face -face classes in selected areas, specifically those not close to the pandemic's epicenter, the National Capital Region. Robredo believes there are still major problems when it comes to online and modular learnings currently being implemented by DepEd since the school year officially opened Monday. Every day, nagka-crunch kami ng numbers sa opisina, tinitingnan namin. From the numbers na nare-report ng DOH, <clears throat> more than 400 na more than 400 na LGUs ka, Eli, walang community transmission. Mm -hmm. So baka mas madali sana dito kung nag-device ng design mm -hmm. na face-to-face -face classes kahit hindi everyday para pakunti-kunti yung pumapasok. Mm -hmm. uh, pwede naman ito ka, Eli, kahit two times a day lang yung bawat estudyante, uh, two times a week, bawat estudyante papasok. Tapos wag muna yung sobrang dami ng subjects. Mm -hmm. Yung mga core competencies lang ka, Eli, na pinakakailangan, reading, math, science. DepEd Secretary Leonor Briones said, having even a zero COVID-19 case in a specific area is not an assurance that learners will be safe from potential infection of the deadly virus. Alam naman natin na may mga zero places, and uh, I don't have to mention them, na bigla na lang nagkaroon ng spike. May mga lugar na kunting-kunti lang ang kanilang uh, uh, virus na uh, infections na identified, biglang tumataas. Saka mayroon namang nagpa-flatten. Kaya sabihin natin, ngayon mag-face-to-face -face tayo dahil walang coronavirus. And I don't have to mention which places these are. But sa mga lugar na ito, ay meron ng ilan. Nag-uumpisa na sa mga lugar na ito. Kaya binabantayan pa rin natin. For his part, Presidential spokesperson Harry Roque reminded Robredo that the government already took action on issues which the vice president has been raising recently. Roque even saw Robredo's statement as an opportunity to remind the vice president of her supposed low survey ratings. Talagang kasama po yan sa plano na pwedeng magkaroon ng face-to-face -face sometime in January dun sa mga areas na madideklarang new normal. At papunta na po tayo dun sa uh, punto na magkakaroon na ng deklarasyon ng mga new normal sa mga lugar na walang bagong kaso ng COVID-19 sa loob ng isang buwan. So, matagal na po yung nakaplano at yan po ang sinasabi ko, sana reviewin lang ni Vice President kung ano na yung mga naiplano na ng gobyerno nang sa ganun, uh, hindi nakakailangan ulitin. Kasi nga yan po sinasabi ko, no? wala pa po kaming naririnig na bagong session galing kay VP Robredo. Siguro po, may kinalaman dito sa kanyang 
trust approval, and performance levels. In its survey conducted last September 14 to 20, Pulse Asia said that 91% of Filipinos approved of Duterte's performance. Robredo, on the other hand, had an approval and trust rating of 57 and 50% respectively. While she obtained lower ratings compared to other government officials, Robredo, through her spokesperson Barry Gutierrez, expressed gratitude to the public. For MB Now, this is Jen Kabiling reporting. Filipinos are paying one of the most expensive but slowest internet services in the world, a joint study by the World Bank and the National Economic and Development Authority revealed. A report called A Better Normal Under COVID-19, Digitalizing the Philippine Economy Now, revealed that the average mobile broadband download speed in the country is only 16.76 megabytes per second, well below the global average of 32.01 Mbps. Its 3G and 4G mobile average download speed of 7 Mbps is also behind the ASEAN average of 13.26 Mbps. In terms of prices, the cost of a fixed broadband plan in the Philippines is close to the cost of similar plans in Singapore and Thailand or countries which have the fastest speeds in the region. For prepaid handset-based mobile broadband, a 500-megabyte internet service costs $6.3 a month in the Philippines, the fourth highest in ASEAN after Singapore, Brunei, and Malaysia. The World Bank and NEDA report traced the country's internet woes on anemic digital infrastructure, long-standing duopoly in the telecommunications sector, and outdated regulatory rules. Another issue raised by the report is the country's designation of telecommunications as public utility, which effectively limited foreign ownership and placed a cap on the rates of return. The Senate approved on second reading on Monday the bill that would allow the construction and operation of the new Manila International Airport. Senators finished late Monday night their debates on the House Bill number 7507, which would grant a 50-year franchise to San Miguel Aero City Incorporated, a San Miguel Corporation subsidiary, to construct, develop, establish, operate, and maintain a 2,600-hectare domestic and international airport and an adjacent airport city in Barangay Saliptip and Bambang in Bulacan, Bulacan. The SMC had committed to take on $15 billion development project at no cost to the government. Under the bill, the construction of the airport shall begin within a one year of a franchise grant and shall be completed in 10 years. After the 50-year validity of the franchise, the airport will be turned over to the government. In Metro News, senior citizens in Muntinlupa get flu and pneumonia vaccines. Valenzuela gives students free SIM cards with 34 GB monthly internet data. And Manila begins free mass swab testing for workers. More from this report. 
Senior citizens in Muntinlupa are getting flu and pneumonia vaccines to boost their immune system. The Muntinlupa City Government launched the vaccination program for residents aged 60 and above as part of its coronavirus disease measures. Initially, 566 senior citizens in four barangays were given anti-flu and anti-pneumonia shots under the program facilitated by the Office of Senior Citizen Affairs and the City Health Office. Barangay senior presidents scheduled the vaccination of senior citizens as a way of strictly observing physical distancing and other minimum health protocols in venues. Mayor Jaime Fresnedi said the vaccination program was piloted with a limited number of beneficiaries per community but will eventually expand to cover all barangays. At least 8,000 students of high school and two universities in Valenzuela will get free SIM cards with 34 gig of monthly data from the local government for the school year's blended learning system. Students of Valenzuela City School of Mathematics and Science, Pamantasan ng Lonsod ng Valenzuela, and Valenzuela City Polytechnic College will get free data subscription from the entire academic year following the signing of Mayor Rex Gatchalian of a Memorandum of Agreement with PLDT Enterprise on Monday. Gatchalian added that the local government will not only offer students SIM cards, but but also free access to online application Canvas Learning Management System. The Manila City Government began its free mass swab testing operations for the capital city's working class on Tuesday. Workers can get free swab tests in selected swab testing venues. Manila Mayor Francisco Escomorano de Magoso said that they are aiming to test up to 900 person. The specimens collected will be sent to the city's second molecular laboratory at Santa Ana Hospital that can process up to 1,000 swab tests per day. The results of the swab tests will be released after 24 to 48 hours. Symptomatic patients are required to undergo quarantine until the release of the results. The Manila mayor also said that they provided expensive swab tests to the workers for free so that they do not have to spend on it. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. COVID-19 outbreak detected in areas of two Baguio City barangays. 1.75 million students in Western Visayas kick off virtual classes. And endangered wild plants seized in Zamboanga del Norte. More from this report. The coronavirus disease tally in Baguio City shot up by 77 new cases on Monday after outbreaks were reported in two more barangays. The City Health Service Office said the new outbreaks were detected in areas in Barangay City Camp Central and Dominican Mirador. Mayor Benjamin Magalong said more tests will be done in these areas with another 120 contact tracers scheduled to be deployed in the next two days. As of 6 p.m. of October 5, the city has recorded 1,222 confirmed cases, 585 active, 621 recoveries, and 16 deaths. At least 1.75 million students in public schools across Western Visayas region joined virtual classes to kick off school year 2020-2021. For the first time, schools in the region went on distance learning in lieu of face-to-face -face interaction. According to DepEd Region 6, one of the earlier assessments that they have was the poor internet connectivity that was experienced by both teachers and students. Based on DepEd Region 6 data, the 1.7 million students are enrolled in kindergarten up to senior high school in the 4,572 public schools that are implementing online modules in Western Visayas. The Department of Environment and Natural Resources in Region 9 seized endangered wild plants in Zamboanga del Norte. 
According to DENR9 Information Office, a post on social media led to the retrieval of 15 pitcher plants by personnel from the Community Environment and Natural Resources Office in Liloy, Zabuanga del Norte last Saturday. The pitcher plant is listed as a Category B endangered per DENR Administrative Order No. 2017-11 dated May 2, 2017. The collection and trade of pitcher plants are prohibited under Republic Act 9147, otherwise known as the Wildlife Resources Conservation and Protection Act. An investigation is underway to ascertain who collected the pitcher plant from the wild. In world news, Trump vows to get back on campaign trail after surviving COVID-19. Almost 50 homes destroyed by a wildfire in New Zealand. And Dubai Safari Park reopens after two-year refurbishment. Let's watch this report. U.S. President Donald Trump checked out of hospital Monday after four days of emergency treatment for COVID-19, pulling off his mask the moment he reached the White House and vowing to quickly get back on the campaign trail. With less than a month until Election Day on November 3, polls showed Trump trailing Democrat Joe Biden. The president's hospitalization left him scrambling even harder to catch up. The return to the White House was minutely stage-managed to show he's physically fit, while a series of striking tweets demonstrated Trump's coming angle of political attack that he personally beat COVID and will now lead the country to its own comeback. But don't let it dominate your lives. Get out there. Be careful. We have the best medicines in the world, and it all happened very shortly, and they're all getting approved, and the vaccines are coming momentarily. Thank you very much. And Walter Reed, what a group of people. Thank you very much. Meanwhile, the Fluyo Baker Group gathers in front of the John Joseph Mokley United States Courthouse in Boston, Massachusetts. To rally against the mandatory flu vaccine dictated by Governor Charlie Baker, the group has formed a class action lawsuit against the state. Wildfires have destroyed up to 50 homes in New Zealand, and it was a miracle no one was hurt as a wall of orange raised most of the remote South Island village, according to the authorities. The blaze began in a mountain forest early Sunday morning and fanned by strong winds swept through the village of Lake Ohau, forcing residents to flee for their lives. Fire and Emergency New Zealand said the unpredictable winds made fighting the fire challenging, and by Monday afternoon it had raised 4,600 hectares of land. Experts says the New Zealand had experienced more than large wildfires than usual in recent years, pointing to changes in three main factors affecting wildfires, fuel, climate, and ignition sources. Dubai Safari Park reopens its doors after a two-year expansion, as the Emirates seeks to boost its hard-hit tourism sector amid the coronavirus pandemic. The 119-hectare attraction, which is built on the site of a former waste dump, first opened its gates to the public in December 2017, but abruptly closed five months later for park improvements. Visitors to the park must wear masks, undergo temperature checks, and follow socially distancing rules, in line with the precautions in place across the United Arab Emirates. In entertainment, fans of the Netflix hit series The Crown went crazy as the video streaming site revealed a teaser photo of the iconic wedding dress of Princess Diana recently. In Netflix's Twitter post, photo of actress Emma Corrine, who will play the People's Princess, is seen in a wedding dress reminiscent of the wedding dress Princess Diana wore on her wedding day. According to the tweet, Designer Amy Roberts wanted to capture the same spirit 
and style of David and Elizabeth Emanuel's original design without creating a replica of Thor and Emma Corrine. The season four of the British royal family drama will cover the late 70s and 80s and will feature the 1981 wedding of Diana and Prince Charles. Apart from Corinne, Gillian Anderson will also join the show to play Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. The new season of The Crown will be released on the video streaming site on November 15. In sports, Alex Ayala recovered from a second set stumble to beat Germany's Mara Guth 6-1, 5-7, 6-4 and advance in the third round of the French Open Juniors Championships Monday, early Tuesday in Manila. Trailing 4-3 in the deciding frame after dropping her serve, the second-seeded Ayala regained her composure to win the next three games and secure the victory after 2 hours and 12 minutes. Match was interrupted after the second set due to rain allowing Ayala to recuperate. The win set up Ayala a date with unseated Leire Romero Gormaz of Spain, who downed Russia's Diana Schneider 6-3 and 7-5. On paper, Ayala has the edge with her current International Tennis Federation junior ranking of number 4 compared to Gormaz's number 53. But the Spaniard, who is three years older than 15-year-old Ayala, boasts of two titles in clay last year and has already been competing in the women's circuit since 2016. Ayala is a Rafa Nadal Academy scholar in Mallorca, Spain, and a Globe Ambassador since 2013. And those are the news on Web Today, October 6, 2020. It's 80 days before Christmas. For more news and details, get your copy of Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. Or you can also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.